everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your Twilight Days. Listeners, last Hi. week was the first week that we all had working mics, and I don't know if we said anything to you about we it. We didn't. We forgot. And what? I don't know no, if we, we ever totally said something, didn't we? I think we did we it talked before to each we other. started. Yeah, I, I think it was oh. before we started recording. Uh, I was like, I definitely brought it up. And Pretty amazing. I don't think we ever mentioned that the theme song changed again. We just like didn't acknowledge it. Oh, that's been like since that's been like the whole season. Yeah, the whole season. There's been like very slight tweaks to our theme song every single season. Have I it's been just how it is using the most? No idea. I song? never listened to anybody else's episodes. So I've always wondered if we have like different editing styles. I Pro- wonder too, but I don't think I'd be able to tell the difference. I bet it's subtle enough that you can't tell the difference. Hmm. Um, that would be hilarious if you had the wrong file. I don't remember updating because I just go <laughs> into my computer and it'll pull up the one that I have saved. What if she's all. like using the first one that we ever used? Can you Listeners. imagine if we had a different theme song for every episode? <laughs> If you have noticed that every third episode, our theme song is different, um, please do let us know. And it's, listen, it's the same song. It's just, like, different instrumentation and, like, leveling. So it it's not, like, a totally different song, but it's, like, it sounds different. Definitely sounds different. Yeah. Hopefully it sounds better now. That's every week when I'm editing, I think to myself, oh, it's so funny. We never acknowledged that this changed. <laughs> so this week when I remembered to acknowledge the mics, I was like, oh, we should acknowledge that. Nice and fresh and updated, but maybe when I, not. When I check my files, I'll like uh, send you what what I have, yep. and you guys can confirm whether or not it's uh, the right thing. That's very funny. That's great. <laughs> uh, do we have any listener letters to read this week? Yeah, our listeners oh. are in conversation. What do you mean? So I would like to to read one of these letters. Like some of our listeners are talking to each other. I mean, we are like the medium, and they are communicating through us. Wow. Oh, I'm I ready. still don't get it. Okay, Let's well, you're going to get it. Okay. This is from Liren. Hey, guys. I have a follow-up question for Katie's email from the last episode. Oh, wow. So this is what I mean in conversation. Okay. You guys discussed whether vampires can break parts of their body, and it got me thinking. <laughs> what would happen if you x-ray a vampire like what would you see i mean they have to have lungs since they can breathe even though they don't have to and we know they have an esophagus yeah and since edward got bella pregnant he must have a working reproductive system i'll tell you that working is a bit of a stretch relative term says is that when he was a teenager you know he was chock full of semen yeah, just chock full of sperms. <laughs> and when he changed, they were basically frozen, frozen. in his in body. There. Frozen okay. in his body. And then when he okay. went into the ocean, the warm water kind of thawed him out. So, There's a lot I mean, of other things in that situation that also warmed up his body. So it's an interesting choice of hers to say that it was the ocean, which is extremely have, cold. Do they have sex in the ocean? No, no but they went they swimming no. first. And, you know, it's like tropical. Okay. Don't buy it. I mean, it doesn't make sense. No, it's like a it's like a single miracle baby. He could not do that again. Yeah. Is what you're telling me. 
I mean, maybe if he went back into the ocean. I don't know, like, how much is left hanging out. I don't, I don't think it would be I mean, much. I'm assuming he kind of, do you, how much semen do you use when you, I don't know, did he use all of it? Did he use all of it? But I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Our health classes failed us. Well, Did you guys have real health class? I had like real, I had pretty real health class. Yeah, I had real health class. Well, I mean, what, wait, I had a real health class, but it was also I mean, like, like abstinence. informative health class. health class. Like, was it aggressively abstinence only and they didn't even teach you about birth control? Or was it like, like I was taught about birth control and like there was always the undercurrent of like, just don't do it. <laughs> but like right. I was taught about birth controls. I don't um, think we were really taught. I went to Catholic school. It was abstinence only. I don't think we yep. were really taught about birth control. I think that like health class did talk about like how your body actually does function. Yeah, they covered the biology, but right. not like no you know, not, they they weren't trying to empower us with information. No, no. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, wait, did Liren have a question? Yeah, wait, what? what? <laughs> well, the question was, what would happen if you x-rayed oh, a vampire? Oh, right. Is their skin so thick that you won't see anything? I'm curious what you guys think about not. this. I don't no. understand x-rays, so. I think, <laughs> I think magic. for sure Stephanie's answer would be that they're, like, too dense and you'd see nothing. But that's bogus, so. Okay, Maybe Olivia could explain to our listeners how I an x-ray works. cannot explain how x-rays <laughs> works. No, I cannot. <laughs> Something about how they're like different wavelengths so they can go all the way through you. But then I don't know how they make the image of it. I mean, I feel like if you can go through your skin, then you could go through anything. Edward's skin? But he's made of like fucking... I Maybe guess the question is, what happens, emitting what happens if you x-ray a rock? Like, what does that look like? Right. Can the internet tell me? What happens if you x-ray X-ray of a rock. Also the Hulk. So, okay. First of all, if you Google what would happen if you x-rayed a vampire. <laughs> um, the internet is not helpful. Then I Googled what would happen. No, just can you x-ray a rock? And I found this interesting Reddit thread. Yeah, is it possible to x-ray a rock to determine if there is a fossil inside? Ooh. And according to okay. the trip from six years ago, not really. <laughs> but that's only because it sounds like, it's like they work. They do matter. work in terms of like density. Right. According to Wombat six years ago, <laughs> bones show up because they're more dense mm. and contain more minerals than other parts of the body. So it depends on how dense they are, I guess. And I mean, we know they're pretty dense. They're very dense, so I don't really know. <laughs> and in terms of like, if the question is just what's in there, no clue. I just don't know. I don't know. Here's what I think the inside of a vampire would look like. I think that in the top half of them, <laughs> Liren is right that there's lungs. And the lungs have to be able to expand and contract. So, like, there's space. There's, like, these little hollows where the lungs can, like, constrict and then and then blow up. And then there's half an esophagus. It goes down to, like, where the stomach is. And the stomach is just, like, solid. There's no stomach. I mean, there's supposed, like, the venom is is liquid. The that venom has to be suffuses throughout their body like a right. sponge. 
So everything has hardened into like a porous but hard sponge, like dead coral. And the only organ, so like maybe you could find their heart in there, but it would be like the same as the rest of their like body. be like petrified. Yeah, it would be like petrified in there. And then the only like organs that are, like exist are the esophagus and the lungs. Well, also, where do, where does semen kept? <laughs> <sighs> okay, I think all of the all of the bottom half organs are like petrified. Uh-huh. So like some of them are kind of there, but also if you have an old enough vampire, they just kind of like kind of start to like schmoosh into each other. So like I can't tell you the name of the place where the semen is stored, but whatever it is, it's like in there. It's just not doing it. And all of this is just suffused by both blood and venom. And their only metabolism is turning blood into venom. And apparently it's a system that creates no waste whatsoever, which isn't how any of the How warm is That's what I think. an ocean? Not it's warm. Like, that was my point. Right. The ocean is right. not warm. The ocean warm. Is, is not as warm as but the air. I think the ocean can be warm. Right. Where, where the fuck where is, is Isle Esme? Let's look it up. <laughs> Because, Olivia, you're from Massachusetts, so your ocean's never warm. Oh, no. fucking cold. No. Yeah. Fucking You've never cold. seen a warm ocean in your life, but there could be one. <laughs> but, like, how warm is a warm ocean? 80 degrees? Yeah, the air is still going to be warmer than that, probably. Where is Isle Ed- I think it depends. How warm is the ocean? If it's warm enough for long enough, Erica. I think the water can be warmer than Brazil? air. I think. I mean, like... Brazil. Did you also yes. find Brazil? Yes. Or is this made up? Oh, Celsius. No, that's what where it was filmed. This? That's where it was filmed. Also, Google it. What if I'm sure at some point in his hundred years of life, he's used Isla's a hot tub. Sure. I mean, a hot sure. tub would definitely work. It would. W- you know, you melt everything that's that's all solid going on in your body. Uh huh. Would your body just sort of like get? rid of it what do you mean by that? i don't know i'm just like what do you obviously he would have been in like is there situations pee? is there also pee hanging out right. in his bladder that never left right. his body and now that he's in a hot tub it's all just you know <laughs> my face is so <laughs> horrifying that's some just, old pee it's just some swishiness going oh, on do you think it. he can feel it no no <laughs> it's all petrified all of it no, is but petrified. in the hot tub in the hot tub it would all be melted like his old stomach acids get warmed yeah, back up and start sloshing around sloshing. okay so but this disgusting. is a good point because being petrified is different from being frozen oh true That's if true. semen can being... melt then it was frozen <laughs> and not petrified yes, you're right what That's i've true. learned from my crystal obsession mm-hmm. is that petrified wood is no longer wood at all right it's been replaced with rock. Right. Great point. Also, 28.3 Celsius is 82.94 Fahrenheit. Which warm. is, that's, that's hot. That's hot. But how hot is the air? That's not even regular human body I don't temperature. Know. Yeah, but it's like warm for water. <sighs> but the air is also probably warmer. It's probably hot there. Yeah, but like conduction or something. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like if I got Is in the 83 degree fine. water, I'd be like, oh, warm. Nice. It's warm. Yeah, that sounds warm. 
not it's hot. I'm just saying scientifically, yeah, like a he's been in just as warm. Taking a scenario. shower would be hard. Yeah, taking a shower would be hotter than that. And we know he takes showers because he does take showers. We don't know if he takes baths. But we don't know if he takes in a hot shower. Showers. He's not like submerged. No, right. He's not yeah, submerging his semen. So really, a tub would be more comparable. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if he likes a nice bath. <sighs> right. Uh, I think you would have mentioned this, it. I cut this out of the last episode because, I, I don't know, I just felt like <laughs> like it was stealing my friend's thunder. But listeners, on the last episode, you missed it. But my friend texted me that he was on Conan's podcast. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, it hasn't gone up yet. We'll let you know when you can go listen to my friend, talk to Conan O'Brien. Mm. But I just thought Did of this. Did he talk about us? No, I was like, fucker. Did you mention my podcaster? Are we in a fight? And he said, we're in a fight. Um, <laughs> wow. But Conan was like, do you have any questions for me? And he was like, do you like a nice soak? Do you enjoy a bath? Um, and a Edward does not, it's very strange. Edward does not tell us in all of Midnight Sun that he enjoys a nice soak. So I, I think, think he, he does not like a nice it. soak. Yeah, would have come up. Mentioned everything else. Mentioned everything else. <laughs> But I, you would think a vampire would like love a hot tub. Sounds. I mean, he seems to enjoy He's being obsessed warmed. with how warm Bella is. Yeah. Like they should all probably have their own separate hot tubs. <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh. Anyway, we blew wow. that out of the water. <laughs> out of the, we? the sea Maybe. water. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get going. All right. Whose turn is it? Not me. I think it might be Melissa. Damn it. (laughs) All right. Well, good news. The title of this chapter helps out a lot. Three conversations. Three conversations. I did read this. That's what happens. Um, Well, now I'm. He has a conversation with Bella. Is that in the next chapter, nope. though? Yeah, that's the only conversation that doesn't happen. <laughs> Bella's asleep for this whole fucking chapter. Okay, what are the three conversations he has in this chapter? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, I mean, I guess are I'll you, do um, this. Are you trying to phone I'll... a friend? No, no, I got this. Okay. So, chapter 28, three conversations. <laughs> um, Edward has some conversations with some pals. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, he talks to Carlisle. Um, Carlisle talks to Charlie. There it is. <laughs> oh, this, oh, these aren't conversations between Edward? I just assumed it was Edward. <laughs> I literally read this I, I think that the first one is Carlisle and Charlie. That's okay, well, I, I loved that conversation. It was fun. <laughs> um, then, uh, there's some nurses. <laughs> Oh, he watches the video. He watches the video of James in the dance studio, and that's very fraught and very hard. And he does some damage to the recorder. Um, Yeah. And then Renee comes, and we discover that she has her weird, really loud thought thing. Um, And she talks to edward a little bit right yeah <laughs> maya's determined not to help <laughs> she's laughing so hard um 
Anyway, then we get to chapter 29, Inevitability. <laughs> um, and in this one, Bella wakes up, Ooh. conversation is had. Um, they talk about her alibi for being in the hospital. And also Renee comes back and Edward pretends to sleep. This all happened in Twilight, you know. Um, and then Renee leaves and they have the super fraught conversation about Edward leaving. Except now this time we get extra like, oh my god, I'm going to leave her forever. And it's just so hard to read. I'm not going to lie. I barely did it. Um, and then... And then he makes her go unconscious. <laughs> that is, there it is. Um, I'm gonna give you a four because right. you salvaged yourself a little bit with some Thanks. entertainment value. Thank you. I'm gonna give you two separate grades. Okay. Um, chapter twenty nine. I'm gonna give you like a, a six. Oh, okay. solid because it did get better. Twenty eight, I think, has got to be a zero. <laughs> a zero. <laughs> I conveyed what happened. The funniest part is that this is the only chapter that like tells you literally how to summarize it. Like the title is three conversations, so I'll, it's like a multiple choice question. Okay, wait, did I get the three conversations? Yeah, but like no in order and like unclearly and like you. Were really and Carlisle. Yeah, but I gave you that one. <laughs> okay, but I I mentioned it first. Um, Esme, not as not Esme Renee, <laughs> and. Who the fuck else? James! It's a conversation between James oh, and Edward. Oh, that's a little... That's it's a little a too metaphor. out there for me. That's too out there. He doesn't actually have a conversation, so, like, whatever. He tells you that it was a conversation. He literally... Okay, fine. Yes, he does say it's a one-sided <laughs> conversation. It's a metaphor. <laughs> so, I know a zero is hard to receive, but... I think it should at least be a one, because I conveyed accurate information. There was information. I think And it was accurate. A low oh, score? Like, if you don't get a score, you know, a zero is nothingness. If you don't get a score, you can, like, retake <laughs> it later. But a low score is just, like, you fail. <laughs> I so reject that, that a entirely. better than a two. Okay. I give so myself a three. Established. Thanks, guys. Um, we can move on. So, chapter okay. 28. <laughs> um, three conversations. He's, like, really... Ooh. Edward is, like... He's, he's in very peak upset, Edward obviously. form. Yeah. He really, really is. He's so emo. Um, Bella's sick. He, like, no... He has Alice right there. Like, he... Carlisle is, like, the best doctor who's ever lived. He's, like, she's gonna be fine. <laughs> Alice can literally tell him the future. He knows right. exactly when she's going to wake up. But he really can't handle this. True. No. And we do get to marvel at how good of a Dr. Carlisle is. Because, you know, his perfect of stitches. Course. And his, well, technically Alice is the one that set her leg. So, actually, that's a compliment to Alice, not Carlisle. Yeah, I hope they pass that complo along. <laughs> <laughs> They're at the hospital, and Carlisle has a friend who works there, Dr. Sadarangani. And this doctor 
One is like, Carlisle looks good. <laughs> I think he's had some work done. Is he getting into plastics? Like, he's not, ex- just anything, not just anything, but... Not just getting plastic surgery, but experimenting. Experimenting in plastics. This is the plastics. second person in this book who not only assumes plastic surgery, but assumes experimental weird plastic surgery. <laughs> that looks awesome. Right. <laughs> that looks amazing. Because that's right. how experimental plastic surgery goes. Right. Because I think normally she's trying to convey regular plastic surgery doesn't look that good and no one should ever want to get that. But this is experimental Maybe. plastic surgery and therefore Maybe. it's good plastic surgery and everyone should get it. I think... These people make it sound like experimental plastic surgery is like even more out there, and I mean, the does anyone, are clearly. What would experimental plastic surgery be? I have no idea, and I don't want to speculate. I don't even <laughs> really understand what regular plastic surgery. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah, inject plastic into your body. I don't. I don't think that's often true. I think that's sometimes true. Oh, well, holler! I was just, I was just shooting out my ass there. <laughs> I think, like, you know, there's like changing. There's like reconstructive plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in an accident and you want to make your face look closer to how it did before, um, and then there's like cosmetic plastic surgery, which I guess reconstructive is like a type of cosmetic, but whatever. That's like, you know, like you could get a nose job. Um, which, you know, if you have, like, a deviated septum, I guess, could, like, help you breathe. Or just, like, a facelift or whatever. And then there's, like, what what is in a lip filler? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that is. Is it permanent? I don't know. I don't think so. No. I think you have to go back for it. Anyways, we don't know anything about plastic surgery. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what the... (laughs) but this doctor is like okay so my friend looks amazing and is also a banging doctor so i'm gonna like pick him around and he can like give us advice on all the other patients so edward is that like legal sure doesn't seem like it (laughs) uh i don't know how like medical licenses work but they might transfer he's a licensed doctor so it might be legal but i don't know I just feel like if I were working at this hospital and someone was like, trust me, this guy's good. I'd be like, I don't know him. <laughs> yeah, but then you it, look at him and you're like, ooh. Like, how can well, I no. just show then, him someone's chart? Then he go, well, that's true. But then he goes to your patient, sniffs them, and diagnoses them. And then you do all the tests and you're like, fuck, that weird doctor was right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch that show. Like, house. house like, house, but... but- but the Dr. Vampire. Cullen. Yeah. But he would be like, it would be so boring. It would be yeah, like, it would. It's this. And then that would be the end of the episode. That would be the most boring TV show ever. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> so Carlisle tr- calls Charlie. Yeah, the first conversation is Carlisle calls Charlie. It's a cute conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I felt two ways because I really like enjoyed the cute stuff. But I also like felt bad for Charlie that he he thinks he's confiding in a peer, like a fellow yeah. teen dad, fellow but dad. he's actually fellow talking dad. to dad. someone who's, like, pulling the wool over his eyes. So true. I mean, yes, but also we know that he's pulling over the wool over his, the wool over his eyes to 
spare him, you know, the gory details of, by the way, there was, like, a murderer after your child, and he failed, but instead... Yeah, he didn't have a choice. No, he doesn't have much of a choice. We do get an invented reason for Charlie not to come down, which it kind of feels like she, like, realized how long it is that Bella is not awake. And there has to be a good reason for Charlie not to come down. Not to be there. I think we brought this up, too, in the Twilight episode. I was like, why the fuck isn't Charlie there? (laughs) The answer is that he has to testify in this particular case. I was like, all right. Okay. Sure. (laughs) I really... I was struck by the moment where Charlie's like, okay, so I just, like, don't understand what happened here. Edward convinced you to go to Phoenix? Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. And Carlisle's like, yeah, you know, like, he just really cares for her. (laughs) Or Charlie, I'd be like, so three of you booked a flight to Phoenix? I mean, he knows they're really rich, I guess. Yeah, he knows they're, like, kind of eccentric, right? He offers to, like, fly Charlie down there. And he's like, no, it's fine. (laughs) Again, if they had a private plane, maybe this would be more Mm -hmm. explicable. Mm -hmm. If I were Charlie, though, I'd be like, look, I mean, I'm sure your kid is great. But if Bella was really upset, I wouldn't, like, travel to Phoenix to check up on Edward. Right. He didn't travel to Phoenix to check up on his daughter. So <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking, like, what is not conveyed in this conversation is, like, Charlie feeling guilty for, like, three Letting Cullens his... going right. after Bella when he didn't go after Bella. Right. Like, he was, like, right, there's a little disconnect between, like, don't leave Bella, and, you know, she storms off in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then guess what? Your worst nightmare is come to fruition not exactly as you assumed it would, but she fell through a window, right. quote unquote, and you're just like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> and like, well, the last time Edward and Bella supposedly saw each other, they were like, she was like, leave me alone forever, go away, I don't right. want to be here because I like you too much. And then- And now he's like, there? Supposedly she when was... she fell through a window? Right, and, like, the story is that she got there and promptly fell through a window. So they, like, didn't even leave time in this story for them to make up. If I were a police dad, I would be suspicious (laughs) as fuck. He's been, like, totally taken in by Carlisle, I guess. He just loves They all are. There's a kind of sad moment where Charlie says, I wouldn't be able to stay in my right mind if you weren't there, Carlisle, taking care of Bella. So thank you again. I'm sending Renee out. That will probably make Bella happier anyway. <sighs> yeah. It's like I was like, Aw. I don't even think that's true, Charlie. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Because see, that is more plausible to me than I have a trial that I need to I testify in. Like, you know, like Renee is really the one that raised Bella. So like yeah. you know, under these circumstances, I think a girl wants to be with her mom. Okay, and- but like you could both go. Right. Yeah, you that's could. an option. <laughs> but I'm trying. To, I'm trying to like put myself in this yeah. perspective. Right. Like, okay, yeah. she wants to be with her mom, and we left things like kind of messy. And she that's said it was true. about forks, but I worry it was about me. But he right. doesn't like say. But he doesn't like right actually go yeah. into that. Well, he's talking to Carlisle, so maybe he doesn't okay, but, tell him everything. I mean, they are confiding right now about Super their bugs. children. I so, <laughs> I really liked. 
um, did you get anything coherent out of yours? Yeah. Which means your child. And I just thought that was like so dadish. Yeah, I was like, that is a great dad line. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlie's and Carlisle's like, mm, no. Not really. <laughs> no. Just she was upset and he was upset, you know. I love the well, way. He says yes. He's like, yeah, we had time to talk about it. It was confusing. <laughs> she just wanted to leave. But like, also when Charlie is or Carla was apologizing because he's like, you know, Charlie, I'm really sorry. The whole reason Bella went through the window in the first place is because of us. Which, like, fair, yes, technically, in this both the fake and the real scenario, it is your fault. Um, and but Charlie is like, if you weren't there, she could have fallen through a window anywhere. <laughs> okay. So I was like, thank God Carlisle's there. Yeah, Edward's like, wow, her parents both bought this, like, real quick. <laughs> I was like, it sounds like they've been waiting for her to fall through a window her entire life. Yeah, we're just ready for it. <laughs> okay, then Renee comes. Oh, yeah, we get she the loud thoughts. Piercing. It's like she's shouting, except nobody thinks that she's shouting. The most interesting part is that it has an effect on other people, even though, obviously, no humans are aware of it but everybody like really wants to help her it's like like a canonically manic pixie dream girl kind of thing like she's not like trying to be quirky and different but she's just magnetic and people are just drawn to her Uh it's true he talks about it like it's so obnoxious which like if you're edward yeah probably is like right she's very loud and piercing but i (laughs) she he says um, I imagined Renee is a vampire. Would her thoughts shout audibly at everyone? Inescapable? I couldn't imagine that she would be very popular. <laughs> Why does he assume that it would be so obnoxious and disadvantageous? Like, I would assume that it would be just magnified what she already is, which is everyone tripping over themselves to help her with whatever she needs. <laughs> right. Like, definitely me. Definitely it makes more sense if it's that and like... She can just get anybody to sort of naturally help her out. Right. Or she would just be like a reverse Edward and she could project like a to Jasper. anyone. Or like a Jasper, except with her thoughts. So like she can choose to project to anybody. Like she can't control it because she's a human. Right. But why I would mean, he assume that it would see... be so uncontrollable as a vampire? I could like imagine a world where just the way it ends up is that all of her thoughts are projected to everyone like sure i'll buy it but like she's not thinking anything so bad it would just kind of be around somebody who talks a lot which like yeah plenty but it would of also talkative suck people. for her oh yeah. it would suck Unable. for her like what vampire has a power that sucks for the vampire that's true <laughs> but you know like edward is like oh she wouldn't be very popular and it's like what like shitty stuff is renee thinking that she's if like she a were talking selfish, a lot. and that's it right yeah she which, does, like you like, get from her when she get talks. described as like a little bit of a narcissist which even edward is which like, is natural which is natural because everyone just can't help helping her right <laughs> i also felt like the way edward described her was a little unfair because like mm-hmm. yes her mental voice is very piercing and direct but when she's just like when you just look at her 
you know, she's just standing there quietly in an out-of-the-way corner, seeming unsure. Like, she's yeah. not, like, bursting. She's not in, like, imposing on anyone. Right. Yeah, she just, like, secretly, by ESP, is forcing other people to help her, but she doesn't know that it's happening. And then her blood is described as too sweet, almost <laughs> cloying, which I was like, all right. One more thing. Like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Renee is too much of everything. Here's one more thing that Renee is too much of. Okay. It made me think of, like, an icy flavor you don't really like. <laughs> Ooh. Like, when you get, like, the, just, like, the pure flavor and, like, not enough ice, you know? Or just, like, if you try, like, a new icy flavor. You know, I like, like, the red and the blue and, yeah, but, you know, if you try, like, Ooh, what's the pineapple one? And you're like, ugh, too much, ugh. That's totally. what it reminded me of. That would be what drinking Renee's blood would be like. <laughs> but, but also, also he like, says all that... human blood is supposed to be better than all animal blood. I mean, yeah. And, and he says that Renee's blood is potent, but I'm like, also, that's just to you. Like, we've already established it's that true. everyone's smells blood different smells different, different to everyone else. It's true. And you know what? I think it's got to be said that even though Renee has flaws, overall, she's, like, a pretty good mom. Like, yeah. she would, she's, like, pretty fucked up that Bella is so hurt. She's very, very upset. I yeah. do like that she immediately, when she's talking to Edward about why Bella is there, she recognizes, like, that, oh, maybe she played a part in, like, the the fake reasoning as to why oh, Bella left. And she's like, oh, I think I fucked up my daughter. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's very self-aware of you. I know. She goes, that's my fault, Renee said, suddenly miserable. I think I messed my girl up. For her to run away because she cares about you, that's all on me. Like, oh, like wow. That was very quick of you. <laughs> so bad for her because it's not even real. Bella made that true. up. <laughs> She messed her up other ways, but this one isn't even true. I mean, yeah, she that had, one. yeah, she's been impacted in many ways. Um, but she right. also clocks Edward real fast. She's oh, like, yeah. "Oh, this guy's hot." Like, <laughs> what is this? This is definitely so- about him. Obviously, they're in love. Obviously, he's too hot, and like, this is gonna go bad. <laughs> she says at first. Bella doesn't stand a chance. And I was like, ow, ma. No, 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 no. I think she means, like, he must be a player. Like, That's a cool... not, Okay, I got there. But at first I was like, OMG, mom. Like, out of oh, Bella's league. Yeah. I, I took it to mean, like, oh, he's so he's handsome. that No, like, there's no way that Bella can't fall in love with him. Oh. We all uh, took it yeah. different ways. Yeah, so Melissa took it as, like, he's out of Bella's league. And I took it as, like, somebody that hot has to be a heartbreaker and, like, she's fucked. And I took it, like, oh, I wonder... she's she will fall in love with him if she hasn't already. I wonder yeah. if this speaks to our relationships with our mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> my mom is listening this... to this and I really love her. <laughs> I really love my mom, too. And listeners... I'm She's going on vacation in about two months, and I'm going to finally get to see her, and I'm so excited for going on a road trip. Yay! I rented a cabin. Moms! Yay! Moms! Moms, 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 moms. Um, I really enjoy how Renee is so suspicious of Edward. 
Yeah. It is kind of funny. It's very realistic. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, I've never heard of you. She's been in Forks for what, like three months, maybe? Right. It's fair. It's what we were also saying. Yeah. Like, for sure. Girlfriend's going too hard too fast. And he's like, he's like so polite that it's like almost overly polite. Right, you're like, like, we like, can mm, tell that you're, you're acting at really it. really hard. Yeah, exactly. We can tell that you're not being sincere right now. Right, which is, like, kind of endearing, but also, like, what is up with this kid who talks like it's 1950? Right. Yeah, like, Edward is, like... Okay, so Renee says, I just wanted to get to know you a little. Bella wouldn't be acting this way if her feelings were mild. She's never cared seriously about anyone before. I'm not sure she knows what to do. Edward responds, she and I both. Sure, handsome, she thought doubtfully. <laughs> he's very smooth. Right. Like, he's trying to play this innocent, but he does not look like one. And it's kind of fun because normally Edward says whatever he wants to anybody, and we <laughs> listen to them to the, go right, with react. it. <laughs> and so it's fun to, like, watch somebody be like, mm, all right, well, I'm cataloging this <laughs> for further review down the line because I'm it's not true. sure I'm buying it. And I, I do like Renee's also her parting words of, be gentle with my baby. Oh. She feels things very deeply. And I like Aww. took a minute because I was like, yeah, Bella does have some like powerful feelings. She it's- fell in love with an immortal being oh. in like three weeks. <laughs> and like She's normally so I think we think of, right, normally I think we think of being, of Bella's being like really rationally minded and like very reserved. pragmatic and reserved, which don't really go hand in hand with feeling, like someone that you think of feeling things deeply. But like she does. She really does. For sure. She contains multitudes. <laughs> I would be so humiliated if I were Bella and I knew my mom said that to my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the first time that they meet each other. <laughs> yeah. My daughter just it. feels really deeply. It's like, oh, stop it. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, then the third conversation, which she has to um, explain to us how it's a conversation. Right. I, d- I apparently didn't get it. So. Um, Alice is like, I tried to make you not watch this, but I have not succeeded in my brain. So here so you I'm go. I'm going to give it to it. you with no fight. <laughs> I did appreciate that. I was like, oh, yeah, there has to be some things where, like, no matter she what up. she does, she can't change not the future. It. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. So he takes the video camera and he's looking for a place to watch it. And he ends up narratively in a satisfying way in a chapel (laughs) he's like look it's empty there's no one here i guess i'm doing this in the chapel and i was like "Ooh, how cinematic it's got this like little tiny two inch by two inch screen and he plugs in the headphones and he starts watching the video of james and bella and james is like talking to edward and edward's like oh man he set this up because he knew killing bella wasn't enough he's gonna have to go to me into like killing him and i'm gonna have to watch him torture bella this is gonna suck but he thinks he deserves to watch it which is yeah just he, like, he has to he mu- it's his moral it's his duty atonement right to watch it because bella had to experience it so he right. must watch so it. he wants to watch it bare minimum which doesn't like really track no it doesn't bella's human memories will fade Mm -hmm. 
Like, and also he saved her. She chose and to also, be there technically. I guess it would maybe be forcing her to like relive what happened, but he could like ask her how it, what happened. And like, maybe mm-hmm. that's a thing that she needs. Like, maybe that's a maybe thing that she can would go, need to go with through. her to therapy. Maybe that's sure. a good atonement. <laughs> this really made me wonder who turned James into a vampire? Who looked at this like sadistic asshole and was like, I'm going to keep him around? This real uggo. Yes, this ugly (laughs) jackweed and was like, let's hang out forever. Maybe it was an accident. Yeah, maybe it was like... Maybe. It's like being an accident being born. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can't imagine anyone doing it on purpose. So maybe it wasn't clear. I mean, maybe there was an equally sadistic vampire who was like, "This, this dude's gonna get real fucked up. Right. We're gonna be a good team. Right. That's possible. Or someone who didn't really understand how fucked up he was when he was a human. Right. Oh, maybe he has his own love story. Oh, no. (laughs) What if it's, like, somebody who, like, really loves killing just like him and then found James a serial killer? I'm assuming he was a serial killer. I don't know. And was, like, together? We could be a serial killing vampire dream team. And then James was like, no, I must be the best. And he killed his progenitor. Yeah, I would read that. Perhaps. Perhaps. Fanfic writers, get on it, please. Maybe that was his biggest challenge. He hasn't had a challenge in a long time. Maybe his first one was killing his mastermind serial killer Maybe since Edward was his, like, perfect opponent in his tracker abilities. So it actually means is that they were meant for each other. What? Like, <laughs> perfect enemies? Yeah, you know, like, they're perfect enemies, but, like, what, what's the line between Arch enemies rivals? and lovers, you know? Like, <laughs> like Perry the Platypus and Dr. Doofenshmirtz? Yeah, exactly! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> okay, Maybe they were so meant to be best friends. <laughs> my favorite part about um, watching this in the past is that we get Edward's perspective on Bella, and right. when James starts to do his, like, villain rambling, she looks, like, politely disinterested. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this line was so great. Bella's expression was patient now, like a parent who knows that her toddler's story is going to be long and rambling, but is determined to humor him anyway. <laughs> Which is really Same. fucking funny. Yeah, I also highlighted that. I was just like, toddler James. <laughs> He hates us. She's like, at this point, she thinks that she's going to die, but doesn't know that she's going to suffer. So that's why she looks patient and polite. And then right, she's resigned to dying. She did not resign herself to being tortured. Yeah, no. So then it's really awful and terrible and painful. Yeah, I really don't like a lot of the details that are included in here, especially when we get to the part where her blood starts going places. They really, she really turns on the description there, like the sound of her skin ripping. Yeah, and I was like, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, God. Uh, no. <laughs> like, yeah, so no, then there's thanks. all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, then we get, though, there's a lot more of Edward being very traumatic. You know, of course, him watching this and For thinking sure. about it, it's just, I skimmed a lot of it, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, we do get a little bit about God in here. Yeah. You know Wait, before we get to God, 
Yeah. There's the moment where James is explaining about Alice and Edward yes. is watching that back on the tape. And James says, yes, your little friend. I was surprised to see her in the clearing. And it's like, hang on a second. I'd forgotten that line in Twilight. If James saw Alice in the clearing, then why, why didn't he like think? Why didn't he think it? Well, no, that's, we kind of got, he didn't see her until the very end. And then mm. we talked about this. We I remember but this. Not like this though. Like, But Edward it, doesn't clock him thinking, oh, hey, look, it's Alice. Yeah. Right. He clocks him thinking, don't I know her? Does he? Yeah, I don't remember talked that. about this. I'm I thought we decided it. that he didn't see her because of Jasper's whole right. deal. Right. And so it made sense. Yeah, his eyes just like skimmed over right. her. Right. He didn't notice her until the very end. Okay. Okay, it's page 509. Something caught his attention. Alice uncloaked as Jasper moved away from her. There was a flicker of surprise as he took in her face for the first time, mm -hmm. perhaps wondering why he hadn't thought to appraise her before. But that surprise did not resolve into words before he turned and dashed after the others. She covered her tracks. Mm-hmm. All right, Stephanie. with no thoughts. Surprise! It, and Edward assumes it's about something different. Yeah. It doesn't okay, really okay. work, but we'll, <laughs> we'll go with it. We'll go okay. with it. We, we definitely talked about how it didn't really work either. Like, she had to create a scenario in which James doesn't really notice her because otherwise, yeah, he would have been thinking about this the entire time. Well, also, I mean, Edward only hears, like, conscious thoughts. So he could have been like, oh, my God, it's her. And then there's too many things going on. And he's like, what the fuck did that mean? And then they move on. Like, but he'd always have in the back of his mind. Right. He'd be like, how do they know each other? Yeah, but he's busy. Is Alice evil? He's very busy. Yeah, but he dying. had time yeah, to he tell us the... everything else. He'd get that in there. Yeah, he has the ability to think a hundred things at once. So it, he would have gotten it to us. Yeah. I guess if you're your right. book has a page count of 658, at that point, go ahead. Add another yeah, signature. Sure. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> Much? the world's longest book anyway it's gonna be so expensive who cares uh, okay then he really pulverizes he pulverizes the camera he pulverizes that Very little dramatic. bottle cap which i thought that he was gonna keep forever and ever but he gives up on the bottle cap and smooshes i think it stephanie never finds purpose, out about it. purposely got rid of it because the bulk the bottle cap doesn't ever make an appearance at any point I in know. any of the future books and so she was yeah. like i brought but up this important moment forgotten we have to remind the listeners about the bottle cap. Oh. Yeah, do you even remember the bottle cap? How could you not? How could you forget about the bottle cap? Well, not all of them read the book. Oh, that's okay. True. So, okay, so listen. Well, they talked in the cafeteria, iconic cafeteria conversation. He kept a little lemonade cap. That's the whole story. Yeah, and he's kept it in his pocket. Carried <laughs> around a little talisman of her. Yeah, and now he's all like, "I don't deserve to have this." <laughs> yeah. And you then know. he tells us about how he doesn't believe in a god of, that is above vampires. Like, because they're... the god of humans, he's sort of like, maybe that exists, maybe it doesn't. How should I know? But we are so godlike that how could there be a god for of vampires? Us. This doesn't make no. any Ugh. fucking sense to it's me. It's so stupid. Everything is relative. Like, you are still created. You are still a consciousness. Like, right. okay, the only thing that can kill you is other ones of you. Something has to be at the top of the food chain, mister. Right. Also, 
God, if you imagine like an almighty immortal being that can create the heavens and the earth. Yeah, like you're cooler than earth. scatter your fucking atoms. How are you going to fight that? How are you going to outrun your atoms being scattered? Like, sure, an earthquake can't kill you. Have you ever been shot into the sun? (laughs) You don't know if that could kill you. Guess what? It probably could because fire can kill you. And guess what? else <laughs> literally humans created something that could kill you it's called a nuclear bomb oh i thought you were about to be like it's a steak <laughs> like these things that you think are little ants way below you invented a weapon that could kill you a god could kill you yeah this this reasoning does not work for me whatsoever no. it's like I don't know. It's like you get turned from like a seal into an orca and you're like, wow, God must not exist. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid orca. Part of his reasoning is we created our lives. I'm like, where do you think human babies come from? Yeah, not any more than a human does. Humans Humans grow humans inside of themselves. Do you do that? Vampire boy? He can't do that. You can't do it. You can (laughs) unfreeze your semen. (laughs) All he can do is take a human and turn it into a vampire. That's not creating anything. You didn't create nothing. You just changed it. Sulfur and brimstone were irrelevant. (laughs) They are also irrelevant to my life. That's not special. (laughs) We were the gods of our own alternate universe. As far as I can tell, you live in Forks, Washington. Right. It's in the same (laughs) universe. (laughs) Yeah, this is very sort of surprising to me, really. It's like very belittling of God. Right. And like, I just would get the opinion that he would think so highly of God since he's so convinced he's going to hell. Like, obviously, God has to have some power. He's not convinced. He wonders. He's scared of going to hell, but he doesn't, he's not sure if he believes in it. I mean, maybe this is just an Edward thing. Like, Carlisle believes in God. Right. Just makes him seem very arrogant and, like, out of touch. (laughs) And just, like, the world's smallest imagination. Right. Like, live 3,000 years and then tell me that God doesn't exist. Right. You're a fucking vampire. Like, obviously, there's going to be some some wild shit out there. (laughs) I don't know. Watch an episode or two of Doctor Who. Doctor (laughs) Who. The doctor seems more powerful than you. He could, like, point his little thing at you. And then suddenly you're like, oh, my frozen. And he's like, oh, yeah, I um, put a time warp around your atoms so that you're unable to move because time isn't moving just where you're standing. Isn't that fascinating? Blah, 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 made up science. Like, look, even if it's not <laughs> real, you don't have the imagination to think that something more powerful than you could possibly exist. I don't buy it. We don't buy it. Take a creative writing class. Which I say (laughs) as an atheist. (laughs) Like, come on, have some imagination here. Okay, chapter 29, inevitability. Wait, wait, we have to say at the end, he's like, okay, so all this is because, like, God's not for me. Oh, right, right, Bella is so perfect and so kind and so good that God has got to be, like, super concerned with her. And I was like, really? Because she has started to die a ton of times. Like a billion times. (laughs) Um, So he prays to Bella's God. Bella's God. I mean, it really sounds like he, she's, like, 
she's met her time, you know, and he's just really... That's what she thinks. God's calling her home. Yeah. (laughs) God's like, I got, I got your cabin ready in heaven. But he prays for the strength to leave Bella. Because it will keep her safe. The seeds of Midnight Sun, I mean, the seeds of New Moon are being sown. I mean, they've been sown this entire time. But like, they're just but like real heavy. They're like poke. They're little seedlings poking they're out of the ground. They're, yeah. sprouting. they're sprouting. Right. They're grow. <laughs> the plants are growing. <laughs> Even more so in inevitability. Yeah. Yeah. It's called inevitability. <laughs> He's like, we're breaking up. Like, oh, I, I was thinking about it in terms of her becoming a vampire, even though he doesn't believe it. Oh, I was thinking about it in terms of breaking up. Yeah. You're probably right. He's like... I was just like, God, this is just so much more torturous to read. Like, we already know where this goes. We know that it is going to happen. Yeah. And so just reading about the inevitability of it is just, like, extra sad. It is really sad that, like, we definitely talked in Twilight about how, like, he says some stuff to her in this chapter that's like, I won't leave you. And... Mm-hmm. you know she's like forever right and he's like yeah. yeah and so we were like does he believe this like he's lying does he know that he's lying he knows he knows that he's, he's lying. lying yeah he's like okay she's really sick every time that she freaks out her heart monitor goes <laughs> yeah. whack so that's bad so that i should probably just nurse is about to kick me out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Gloria. his priority is like okay well i guess she should like recover and also, I am too much of a wuss to do this now. Truly. So. Like, in the time it takes her to become physically well, that is my timeline for getting the strength up to break up with her. Right. Of, like, I guess, be you have an out for lying to her is her, yeah. is her help. But once you pass that, then you stop lying. Then you, then you gotta just communicate. And obviously, because of Bella, he knows that she's going to be fucked up. And I feel like he doesn't talk to Alice about, like, how long it's going to last. Like, the only way that he can do it is by believing that it's not going to last, right? That, like, she will recover like a normal human. Right. And go on to lead a happy life, or there would be no reason to do it. Right. He regularly, though, is, like... Alice is wrong. Like, on the one hand, he just always trusts Alice. On on the other hand, he's like, she didn't see a way through it before. And I found it and I did it. And so even if she doesn't see Bella recovering, like, I need to believe that Bella will recover. So Alice is true. Yeah. That's what it seemed like to me. Sure. What I didn't think about until this moment is that in New Moon... Okay, so at the end of Twilight, it's kind of an uneasy feeling where Edward, like, seems to be holding something back. But at the beginning of New Moon, it's like, we had this blissful, amazing summer together. Yeah, they've been chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, damn, Edward must have really gotten good at acting because if he was, like, spending the summer. People get weird when they know that they're gonna leave like that's very hard and like even here he's like being a little weird like you said maya yeah like he kind of pulls it off being weird for months and And this is this is the basis for like a lot of their relationship i choose to believe that 
Bella didn't ignore it and that he just like got so good. He was like tricked at, like himself. convincing himself like well now's not the time. Like right. yeah, this is going to have to happen, right. but like not yet. And then right. the paper cut happens and he's like, "Oh man, it's oh, now." Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> or he got right. really good at acting or something. I mean, I, mean, I could definitely tell see him that he's going to put it off. Like he right. resigns himself to not doing it now. Right. I can I can definitely see there being like a point where he's just like, "You know what? I was overreacting. James is gone. <laughs> this true. is gone." You know, we're fine. Bella's growing old. Nothing else is happening. Right. We're good. That's true. It's true. It's true. Bella is like, I'm going to die, Edward. And he's like, no, you're not. You're going to recover. And she's like, no, I am. Before I die, I'm going to get old. And he's like, well, yeah. Don't yeah, like, that's the plan. Second, I'm getting closer to death. <laughs> I was like, God, you guys are both so annoying. <laughs> they're so dramatic yeah like hashtag charlie going it's like a little like and carl just being like you remember being 17 right <laughs> i like when bella's talking to renee and renee is like mm, i think that this is a bit much and bella says don't worry about it it's just a crush Renee thinks to herself, good, so she's not getting all intense and Charlie-ish about this. Yeah. And I was like, two weeks later, Bella is like, kill me at prom. <laughs> Turn me right here, right now. I'm like, no, your instincts are correct. She's too into this. <laughs> she's too Charlie-ish. Edward's like, okay, but like you love, you're gonna love Florida, right? And she's like, no. No, why'd you say that? Why? No, I'm not going to love Florida because I'm staying with Forks. And then we get that whole thing where he's like, maybe we should break up. And she's like, you're never going to leave me. And then they agree to like not talk about it. And it's going to be fine. Yeah. It seems yeah. A and healthy. she's like, why didn't you just. He says, the hardest part was thinking that I was going to kill you, that I wouldn't be able to stop. And, and she's goes, like, yeah, why great. Did why you? didn't. Why, why didn't you? Not do why that? didn't you kill me, but like, why <laughs> did you stop? me from just turning into I'd just, a vampire like, be a vampire right now we'd be done with it already <laughs> poor bella doesn't even think to ask did you perhaps think about mercy killing <laughs> <laughs> was that one of the choices you made <laughs> um i really like when she's like listen you're not the only vampire i know <laughs> like i don't yeah. need you for this <laughs> She is a strong, independent human. <laughs> Who knows multiple vampires? <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably more than... Well, I guess a human that knows the Volturi would know more vampires than the Cullens. I was like, probably more than, like, any other human. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, close. It's close. <laughs> they should get a group chat. Like, Gianna <laughs> and Bella. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone knows, like, the Denali vampires... This... This also reminds me of what we do in the shadows, which we haven't talked about in a long time, but there's a really great subplot about all of their familiars who are all trying to get turned into vampires and like they serve the vampires to put in their time so that they will become vampires and none of them ever get turned into vampires. And some of them are like 80 and they're like, I'm next. Next year. <laughs> they said next year. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, I also appreciated that Edward does more of his, like, emo, like, well, this isn't how it would have happened if I didn't exist, and I shouldn't exist. He's like, all drama, and Bella laughs at him and says, <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> She's so good at popping his bubble. I, I love it. <laughs> this is how we know they're perfect for each other. <laughs> is that it? I think that's, that's it. That's the end of the chapter. Oh I well, mean, he he puts her unconscious. Yeah, so she's like, "Please don't leave." Like she's freaking out. She's like, "Don't leave." He's like, "Okay, well clearly I can't leave right now because she might kill herself through stress," and. He says that he will stay, and she says, you mean forever, and he says, a mortal kind of forever. It's like, mm, Edward, it's very obvious that she really means it. Yeah. Yeah. She, she really means She knows it. what she's saying. She knows what she's talking about. And then he's like, yeah, you should really take this pain medication and get knocked out. She's like, no. Make you take it. And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and that's the end, and guess what? That's it. We just have an, a chapter and an epilogue. Oh, no, an epilogue. We just have an epilogue. Only the epilogue, epilogue left, guys. <gasps> One more episode. That's Damn. wild. We made oh God, it. We're done with this book, essentially. <laughs> real close. Real close. Um, a long book. <laughs> Long-ass book. Best worst. I feel like I had some good stuff in here. All right. I have my worst, mm-hmm. which is Bella is talking to Renee and explaining all her different reasons for why she wants to stay in Forks. And Charlie needs me, Bella continued. He's just all alone up there, and he can't cook at all. (laughs) Bella, that is not why he needs you. He needs you because you're his daughter, and he loves you. He loves you. He doesn't need you to cook a car. <laughs> I know, but it's very Bella to be like, she's not going to talk about how she loves her father and she wants to stay with him. Right. And because, because he's all alone, because you, mother, like, left him there. Right. <laughs> she puts it on the, like, very practical. I do relate to this. It's like, look, I have to cook for him. <laughs> um, I'm going to say my worst is this. So Bella is like, why are you talking like this? Do you want me to go away? And his response is, <laughs> I wanted to laugh for a hundred years at the idea of me tiring of her or cry for a thousand. <laughs> oh my God, uh, I, I didn't I even think about like, it before. <laughs> I think I just like skipped over that because wow, so now that you've read it to me. so and so cute and like wow so extra <laughs> it feels so like live journal and Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. which is peak 2005 it's <laughs> true oh oh wait i'll do my best these okay. are sort of comparable i guess but like okay so he's this is near the beginning when he's um he's like waiting around for bella to wake up but she's not going to and he knows that like Renee's gonna come but she's not there yet so he just like cleans himself up in the bathroom does some like little chores done with that I went back to brooding (laughs) (laughs) well my best sentence is the one that's directly before that ooh um it is he's he's mulling on about how his eyes are finally starting to look normal again 
And he says, not that a small ring of red would have been so noticeable with everything else that was going on. I just didn't want to see it myself. I'm like, Ooh. Which is like already brooding. And then right. went back to brooding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just like really relate. Like sometimes it's like, okay, you know, you have to like wash the dishes and shit and like get some stuff done. And it's like, okay, now I can brood some more. <laughs> going back to being in a mood. Yeah. I do that sometimes like if like a technician is coming over to take a look at the thing <laughs> you like clean up your little depression nest and you let them in and you're like hi do you like need water or anything and then when they leave you're like i'm gonna get out the Reese cups <laughs> um my worst is also an emo dramatic edward <laughs> sentence but this one in, i think is in the worst way <laughs> so it's on page 595 and it's when he's talking about how so anxious he is about Bella being all hurt and whatever and he's like everyone says she's gonna be fine but like I know better and essentially he says but this wasn't life or death for either of them the way it was for me that was my life on the gurney and I'm like no it's not <laughs> Actually, it's literally her not. friend also would like to be alive with her own life. I know. I'm like, it's literally the whole thing here is that this is Bella's life. That's what we're talking about. So please do not get all melodramatic. That's me on the gurney, like motherfucker. I just got a um, tear out. <laughs> I hear you. I feel like I let it go because of the whole iconic, like you are my life now. But no, I just... in this usage, it really doesn't work. <laughs> I also let it go, but I do see Melissa's point. Like, yeah, no, it's not. Point. It's Bella's life. It's literally not. <laughs> and like, that's literally what all your brooding has been about up until now. So I will not <laughs> let this pass. Um, my best is the top of page six fourteen. It's the end of chapter twenty eight when Edward is remembering all of Alice's visions of Bella just looking really messed up, and he's saying like. You know, at the time, when I was imagining her looking like that, I always figured I would do whatever I could to make that not be the case. Not so, not anymore. <laughs> I've never been able to imagine my resolve not breaking, not caving to the knowledge of her grief. I couldn't imagine it now, but I would have to do it. I had to learn the strength. I was really into the line, I had to learn the strength. <laughs> I was like, this is emo emotional Edward. Yeah. And I'm here for it. This is why I, I highlighted the sentence and after it I wrote idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. That is how we feel about Edward. Like that right there is how we all feel about him. It's like, oh my god, you're such an emo bitch, and I really love you a lot. <laughs> so true. I'm just, oh. like, imagining myself, like, heading like an animal. Like, oh, you're such a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm going to take care. I'm going to protect you. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Oh. Well, on that note, that's that's it. That's, that's a wrap. It. We got one, one more episode more. about Midnight Sun. And then we're breaking, by the way, reminding you now. So it's yeah, not we're going to take a little break. We don't know how long, maybe a few weeks. Maybe so. forever. 
not, not forever. forever. Definitely James. not. I can't wait for Eclipse. I'm very ready. <laughs> I'm true. I do Eclipse. really want to read it. I'm very ready now. to read a book that I don't <laughs> fucking remember. <laughs> I like kind of want to go back just for myself, not for us, and skim the beginning of New Moon. And look the beginning and then the end to get us back in that headspace. You it's know? true. To get us back in that headspace. But also, now that I've just been in Edward's headspace, I want to like. I want to get out of it. I want to go back to the beginning of New Moon and be like, like what the find fuck was the... he thinking? Yeah. How did this happen? Thinking totally. of the break, listeners, I'm going on vacation last week of May, first week of June. So we might do like a break, no, a break, and then like we come back and then like another little break because I'm going on vacation. Love we'll it. You'll see. TK. Whatever happens. Guess uh, what? We have lives. Yeah. yeah. And this we is have one vaccines. of my favorite parts. <laughs> I yes. love doing the podcast with you guys. And I know I always what get emo at the end of a season. Melissa, we still have here's a whole the episode thing. left. Yeah, we still have It's true. Episode. It's true. But Melissa, if you didn't like deep down want to be doing this, you'd be gone. Yeah, guys, not we've even to the fifty guilt. episodes and didn't even talk about it. Like we're past fifty episodes. That's cool. That's yeah. absurd. Thanks for sticking around, all you people who like listen every week. Like every single week, it's like I don't know. Again? Can we get this out on Saturday? We might not do it this week, and then somehow we make it happen. And like all of you looking forward to Saturday, like God bless your hearts. Truly. I love our listeners so much. We should probably be saving this for our final episode. I know, <laughs> but I love them now. <laughs> I, listeners, I love you right now. Okay, email us with questions, comments, and like all your Midnight Sun thoughts. Get them out now. Cause right, because we're we only doing one back. more episode of this bitch. At twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. Shout out to all of our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Josh, Karen, Ed, Bailey, Laura, Kings Gamut, Andrea, and Lini. Thank you. You can follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. Twilight None Universe and Midnight Sun and all characters. Mole bitch ass emo Edward belong only <laughs> to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Aunt Stephanie. I think it's my turn to do audio editing. Mm-hmm. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. Whether or not it's the old version (laughs) or the new version or whatever, it's all. I already forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back next week. (laughs) And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Yeah. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.